Hey, buddy. What's up, man? How, how many how many beers have you had today? Uh, I've only had two. Okay, and then we got two on the table. Two on the table. It's time for floor snacks. It's time for floor snacks. <laughs> dance, you weird dance. This is our podcast, and we don't know what to say because we're dance. We're dance. We're talking about our kids and a bunch of other shit. I love it when you talk like a dad. <laughs> then you love me all the time. What's up, dads? <laughs> What's up, guys? Man, we, uh, so I, I finally went back to the gym. Yeah. And been eating good and, and, and not drinking. So I'm having Fresco while you're having Miller High Life. Uh-huh. High, the high life. That, the, that's what we're living. <laughs> you right? low life. <laughs> it's Fresca. It looks like it's fancy. Look at all the squiggly lines on it. So Fresca actually has a really good place in my heart. Yeah. Um, when I played, um, like YMCA soccer, you know, just, uh, I don't, I can't think of the word, but it's just kids that suck kids that are good. We well, all played together. Uh, I, I, I didn't play soccer, but when you say YMCA soccer, I'm thinking like a native American and a cop in a construction <laughs> cap, just so you know what's going on in my head. Sometimes okay, the going. kids <laughs> would dress up like that. No, yes. it was just, uh, it, it was, you didn't have to have skill. You made the team. You got a trophy, and that's uh-huh. how we, we were like three, three to five years old. Okay. Um, but the uh, the like cantina, they had a drink machine. Whenever we'd get done with soccer practice, and it was all Coke, Sprite, Pepsi, just stuff that would not be good after, after you play. Yeah. yeah. But then there was Fresca. That's good. On and a hot for day. some reason, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, it was like, man, after soccer, I gotta get me a Fresca. So it, it takes you back when you it, have a. It does. Okay. It's the only reason that's in my refrigerator. Well, I, I appreciate it because I'm my, my fat butt enjoys <laughs> enjoys this grapefruit soda. So when I first when I first started in comedy, uh, this would have been 2008 or or some some something in there. Uh, moved to Nashville. My very first ever open mic was at a bar. It was down in Cumming Station called Bar Car. It was it was the stereotypical. You went there, and I mean, if there was thirty people in the crowd, twenty four of them were comics, like not listening, not you know worried about their set, not listening to yours. Like that was my first open mic, and for some reason, I still can't remember why. If you it was it was it was like a tongue in cheek competition. Right, the host would just pick a winner, and then next week they would host. But you won a can of Fresca. <laughs> that for whatever reason that was it and and you know whoever was was hosting that week would be you know welcome whatever uh and say 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 the whatever that is saying then and then say you also the winner gets fresca and everybody would stop what they're doing yell that's good drinking and then go back to whatever they're doing so and i and i'd never had fresca at that point so the first time i ever won uh i, I would do air quotations on one because it wasn't a, a competition but the first time i ever won the the competition that week at Barcar. I'd, I'd had Fresca for the very first time. And so that's kind of the same thing. So, yeah, Fresca has a good place in yeah, both of our hearts. Absolutely. So let me let me ask you this. From just your bartending experience, what drink would benefit from Fresca? Is there a drink you can make from it? So a Paloma. Uh, a lot of people use Squirt in a Paloma. Oh, yeah? Because I don't. I, I'm I'm a... I'm a fresh bartender guy. Like I would rather use the way I make a Paloma is, is tequila, 
Blanco tequila, lime juice, uh, a little bit of simple syrup, fresh grapefruit juice, and then soda water. Oh, yeah. It's I, delicious. That sounds it's, delicious. It's, most people think margaritas are the, the official drink of Mexico. It's actually a Paloma. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and, and they're they're so, so good when they're made fresh. They're good when they're not made fresh. I just think they're better. But now, you could 100% do like a a, a skinny girl <laughs> Paloma, a skinny dad Paloma. Skin, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> if we ever have a live, a live show, we're going to make skinny dad Palomas for everybody. And just for... Uh, just so I can air this out. Okay. No drink should be called squirt. Yeah. I, That's a horrible name. Did you grow up drink. I don't even remember. I don't know anybody that is kind of like Bigger Ed. I know a few people that drank Bigger Ed. Do you I didn't that? know that was a drink. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Oh, that was gum. It's it, it's about as sweet as gum. I think RC made it or, or somebody like that made it. It's, uh-uh. it. it tastes like cotton candy and, and cough syrup and... But not 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 the good kind of cough syrup, like the <laughs> like the syrupy blah. It, it was horrible. I just knew kids that just drank it, but I, I don't know that I ever knew anybody that drank squirt. Ashley Ashley's uh, family's got family that drinks squirt with gin, like that's their that's their family drink is gin and squirt. Yeah, that made <laughs> we the same face you just we did. Gotta, <laughs> we gotta quit saying the word squirt. No, that's gonna be the title. Of this squirt. I'm going to see how many times in context today I can use the word squirt. Okay. All right. Make me uncomfortable. You give me a right. <laughs> I just don't feel like this is the show for that. It may not be. Uh, or it may be. You don't know until you squirt, until you try. So you've, we got. Everybody's a squirter. <laughs> Speaking of squirts, we tried to tried to do stuff yesterday, and I had to bring had to bring him Bo with me, and he was. We ended up just editing. We didn't really get to record. That squirt just is all over the place. Everywhere. Everywhere. All over your bed. All over the walls. Yeah, you're right. We shouldn't talk about <laughs> Yeah. It's just not a good That's one one of my one of my favorite things as a bartender is to get an ingredient I've never made something with and then try to come up with something that, that people like and um I I love I love experimenting with, with alcohol. I love teaching people that maybe only know you know tito's and jack daniels like i love teaching them stuff about other stuff that's how you know that like it's an actual craft for you you know what i mean rather than just slinging drinks you know when you it's like because i enjoy cooking and i like experimenting with different ingredients Uh with different recipes stuff like i mean that's that's what it is, man. You are a it's craftsman. Fun. It's fun, and you take pride in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If if somebody's drinking a drink that I made, I want them to go. That was a really good drink. I think you make great drinks. Thank you, buddy. Yep. And especially in, in Nashville, where you pay fifteen bucks for a, <laughs> for a drink, like you, it's got to be, or it doesn't have to be good, but it, I've, I feel like it it needs to be. good. I feel you can pay, you can charge more if you're making craft drinks. I, I feel you could charge eighteen dollars. Well, Patterson House. Have you ever been to Patterson House? Nope. Oh god, we got to go. Like not with the wives, just me and you. But yeah, I don't go anywhere with my wife. Sweet, let's go to Patterson House. <laughs> but it's 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 that fancy kind. Like it'll it'll have ingredients that I've never actually heard of, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, I'm That's learning tonight. Awesome. I'm learning yeah. tonight, and it's it's always been a few dollars more than you know a typical cocktail. But there's times, and I've done this. This is, I feel like I'm a pretty pretty uh, scrupul scru- scrupulous. Yeah. Is that good or bad? Okay, hang on, Daz. We gotta we, we gotta say something real quick. There's a lot of times. This is Brian. There's a lot of times when I talk, I sound like I haven't read a book. I promise I'm not as dumb as I sound. I I just sometimes don't get my words right. I can vouch for that. Shut up. <laughs> they really squirted in my heart. So 
we, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say, uh, I, I don't want to be unscrupulous. That's when you're you taking advantage so. of people. So is it scrupulous? Yeah, I don't know. Let's just That's say not one of the words it, that I use. Is it squirt, squirtulous, squirtulous, squirtulous? I like to be squirtulous at, at the bar, but no, I don't. I don't like to. I like to give people like I use a jigger on uh, on on expensive stuff because I want them to get exactly what they're paying for right. and stuff. But I have in the past taken a drink out of a rocks glass and put it in a martini glass and charged two dollars more because it was in a in martini a big, glass. That's so crazy. Like, uh, what's that whole thing about? Uh, some people think there's a difference in. Getting a tall or a short. Oh, people! Now I'll I'll order like I used to go when I when I played darts. I'd go to a bar in the middle of the day and order you know whatever fruity flavored vodka and soda and a tall just because I was going to be there for hours and I just right. wanted something to drink more yeah, than anything yeah. else. But no, some people will one hundred percent. I'll take a, jo- uh, a shot of you know Jack and Coke, make it a tall, thinking you're getting more more Al- alcohol. Right. That's just that's I don't know why somebody would think that. It's the same people that and. Oh, this is. We may have to use the squeaky on this because I get irritated about it. We're getting it's, ready. <laughs> get the squeaky. I feel ready. it coming. <laughs> Poop. <laughs> no, I, it's it's the uh, the people that come up and say, "Will you make my drink strong?" What you're asking is, you're wanting me to steal liquor and give it to you. Like, just say that. Say, "Hey, I want something free." I've I've given people stuff free. They're like, "Man, I, I can I get a yeah," you know. But but. Treat your bartenders like normal people, man. Right? Yeah. Don't don't try to be sly about it. Make it strong. And and that it, speaking of it, I, I do take bartending as to be a craft because the the whole purpose of a good cocktail is to not really taste the alcohol. You want it to be balanced. You don't want it to be too sweet. You don't want it to be too sour. You want it to be balanced. And so me throwing an extra shot in it that. Like you're just, throwing off the recipe. You're throwing off the. You're, it's it's like uh if you're cooking a burger and you're putting extra salt. Yeah. On it. And you're like, man, this that's not how it's yeah. supposed to be. No. Now you can take it and put extra salt on it. You can buy an extra shot and dip <laughs> it and dump it in there. I don't care what you do, but like, like you saying, make it strong means you just order, order a double shot of whiskey. Right. If order you want, if you just want your out. Yeah. So I, I like the taste of certain alcohols. There are certain whiskeys I like. Um, and there's a, a few gins. I really mm. enjoy the taste of the worst um, gin I've ever, 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 ever seen was gin Luke. <laughs> Dad, y'all don't know who that is yet, but she's horrible. She'll be on the show one and day. She'll be horrible. <laughs> so, like, uh, so I have, I have never at a regular bar. I have never said, "Hook me up." I have at weddings. Was it open bar? Yeah, at I think open that's bars. Different. That's totally I, different. And yeah. it's when it's a uh, gin and tonic, right? Or, yeah, a, yeah. or a gin on the rocks, and I'm like. Hey, Pour a little bit more, but I will say this in random bars when I've been just, you know, after work, hang out for a little bit, I've had a bartender like, Hey man, let me get a, let me get a whiskey on rocks, gin on the rocks and watch them. And I'm like, appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good pour right there. Yeah. So, I mean, just that. I've had people uh, compliment me on my poor too. I'm pretty sure there's some proverb of ask, don't ask, and eventually you'll receive or something. I yeah, don't I don't know. think that made the Bible, but <laughs> <laughs> that might be in the next edition. Yeah, I, and wow, I just had this conversation at the bar uh, night before last. I, I read an article about how do you get free drinks from your bartender, and it was all like, you know, tip 
tip great and and be polite and like all that stuff is, is fine but like i'm i'm too old and fat to worry about if you tip me three dollars or six dollars that's i'm not going to retire either one of them's going to buy him a meal exactly <laughs> right yeah so I, I i rarely even look at tips anymore until i'm i've got them all and put them on the computer i just like if you're cool if somebody and i tell people if you sit down and start talking about kentucky basketball or bourbon or comedy like you're gonna leave with right. a drink or two. Yeah, yeah. Just connect. And I'm gonna sit down yeah, and yeah. have one with you. Like that's I mean, as a bartender, you're working. Yeah. And you'd like to be entertained while you work. I right? I, I appreciate good people to talk to. That is that is probably the the surefire most surefire way to get a free drink for me is just be cool, be interesting, and don't be a dick. So my go to has always been a wink. To it's never let's try work. right now. Let's <laughs> let's see if I get you a free beer if you wink at me. Not a beer, maybe a maybe a, a nice <laughs> coke. Squirt, <laughs> maybe a, some squirt. You wink like that again, you're gonna get a squirt. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, just it, just be cool. Just because just you're be cool. you're a fiend at a bar and just want more of your drug. Yeah, and the other person on the other side of the bar is still they're they're a worker and they have to provide you service. Don't mistreat them. I would love to do a a. a a bar etiquette podcast, like a, a episode. I I would too. So I've never ever worked at a bar. Okay. I've uh, barely worked in the food industry. Okay. Um. So I think that would be good to see the difference between somebody, a worker, and then a, yeah. a consumer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, on the on the same same thought, uh, you're a plumber, and I think, yeah, I bet, yeah, I bet you would have some great do's and don'ts that people don't realize i think with with bartenders and servers you see on social media all the time like like lists you know don't do this or or, or stories of these people these types of people suck but like you don't really hear that with with plumbing so that might be interesting no because it just sucks we <laughs> you know what i mean but you've got there's things that make good customers good customers Absolutely. About, yeah i had a great customer the other day okay like she knew that i was coming uh she met me at the door. She did held the door. <laughs> I mean, her sink did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had everything cleaned out. She had everything under the sink was cleaned okay. out. Like, she was prepared for somebody to come in there and do work. I charge you by the hour. So, yeah. if I have to clean yeah, that's true. your house up in order to do my job, it's going to take me. You're, you're paying for it. Okay. No, she was, she, it was great. There, there are definitely good and bad customers. Was she hot? Uh, I mean, she wasn't bad looking. Yeah. She, nah, I mean, I no, just I think about it. She was actually pretty good looking. Uh, um, but speaking of like <laughs> me acknowledging good looking and stuff, uh-huh. and going back to like uh, bartenders, oh. um, I go out of my way to treat female bartenders like they're just a a person yeah. like I feel, I feel that. And, and I've heard, I've seen so many other guys, you know, talk to a female bartender, like they're a Hooters waitress oh, or something. Yeah, and it's, it's like, what it, it's, it seems so creepy and it, and it, it bothers me. Um, so I, I go out of my way Good. when yeah. there's a female bartender to just be like, all right, appreciate it. Sometimes I'll even call him dude. <laughs> Thanks dude. <laughs> Hey, can you get me a plumber with some squirt in it? <laughs> I, it let's say I was a huge <laughs> fan fan it. of the soda squirts, 
<laughs> I would refrain from ordering it from a female bartender. You'd be laughing so hard, you'd kind of run down your chin a little bit. I'd be like, I gotta go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. When does you when get... does your male bartender? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I never I've never carried squirt. So. But no, it 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 gets creepy for especially when I worked on uh, on Broadway downtown. I mean, which those girls. Back then, I mean, they were pros. They knew, oh, oh yeah. ha, 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 you know, get lost. But, like, you get a, you know, 21, two-year-old bartender that's never been in the industry that hadn't been hardened yet. Like, it's cre- – I mean, it's still creepy, but right. just because women know how to deal with it doesn't make it less creepy. But, like, it's – I feel like it's even – not worried, but harder for those young girls that haven't been around drunk buttholes flirting. Right, like, she's – her her resume is – is Chili's yeah, bartender, yeah, yeah. and then she goes to whatever Vegas, on, <laughs> what, yeah, yeah, or anything on Broadway, oh, on Broadway and yeah. she's just like, oh, I, yeah, I just know how to make drinks. I'm, yeah, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you. I barely know how to deal with it walking down Broadway. Yeah, God, no kidding. I think I'm gonna take the boy down there uh, tomorrow during the day and just just walk around and, and enjoy it, but. Yeah, it, it, it's that's kind of been a running joke in the bartending community for a long time is, is you don't hit on female. Like, if you hit on a female, uh, on a bartender, like, she's 100% not going to go out with you. Absolutely. Because here's the deal. As as a bar, as a, I mean, a male bartender and, and, a, and a, door, a former, you know, uh, bouncer and doorman and, and having worked with countless other f- bartenders, male and female, you can you can pick up a bartender. Like, it's possible. Absolutely. Just not the way you think it is. Like No, well, it's just gotta play that hard to get game <laughs> i don't you look you look at her and you'll be like and now to the least attractive woman in the room you go isn't she beautiful and then she gets that complex then she's yours i almost stopped you but i was like no i want to see where this is going i want to see what that he is, thinks is going to work that has never been a tactic of mine now i mean i say hard to get doesn't work at the bar because there's so many things going on like if you are talking with a bartender and there's a, a a serious interest in like not not romantically just like if you have, you got the same interest in your your there's a connection there you can act on that but like hey yeah. I'll give you twenty bucks if you blah, blah, blah. I go to hell well also I mean there's yeah of course people like to have these meet and then that night a fling. But, I mean, bartenders, especially female bartenders, go through that all the time. Yeah. So, like, you sit there. I talk to all my bartenders. Yeah. Whoever, who, male, God, female. God, I know you sat at my bar before. I was like, son of a <laughs> God. We get it. You're lonely. Dang. And you just talk. You create a, a relationship, a yeah. friendship. It's like any other person. <laughs> right. They're just regular people. Yeah. Just because one is a female does not give you the green light. Uh-uh. That's it. Bottom line. And 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 I've I've recently uh, maybe two weeks ago I got hit on by by a, a gay gentleman, and that always catches me off guard. I I think I saw you said something about that. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, it just because first of all I'm not being used to hit on by anybody in the world, <laughs> so that that throws me off in general. But I, I didn't grow I grew up in a very very uh, uh, rural part of Kentucky, right? <laughs> and I didn't grow up with 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 people that were outwardly or you know come uh, they were out of the closet or anything and so it still kind of catches me off guard at first and i'm like all right don't be that my brain's like don't be weird just be cool be cool and then I, i'm so worried about being weird that i typically make it weird so i'll say this man i so i've been hit on 
by dudes before. I can see that. Um, take it as a compliment. Oh, I did. If, I totally you did. You know what I mean? I totally did, yeah. And, uh, I mean, if if you feel that maybe you want to <laughs> swing that night, you could have gone ahead. But, but just be like, man, I'm, hey, well, you he know, was, I appreciate it. And you, I can't tell you because my wife doesn't even hit on me. <laughs> could you call? Could you call this lady and tell her? I need proof of this. I need her to make me feel the way you're making me feel right now. <laughs> yeah, but, and 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 no, and he wasn't like he was like uh, aggressively hitting on me, but right. I could tell. You he, could tell he was. I could little, tell yeah. he, he was into ch- uh, uh, pasty chubby Irish guys. So but, everybody got their own yeah, type. Got their own type. But it it just is one of those things. It just it, it's such a it's such a unique situation for me that I've, I've it, it caught me off guard until I realized, oh, I'm not going to end up, you know, with, with the liver missing in a hotel room. Like it's, it's, we're just talking like real people. And it, it ended up being, you know, he'd, he'd say something to make me blush and I'd kind of giggle a little bit and, and it was, it was nice. I mean, think, think about like women go through that on a all the time. I can't even say daily because it happens often throughout the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, but, and like, I know you took it well just talking with you. Like, it was, you were cool with it. Yeah. Um, just think of how many dudes are not okay with another guy hitting on them, but they're also okay with repeatedly hitting oh, on women you know like yeah. what kind of double standard is that that's a, that's a solid point yeah that's not fair i'm gonna be creepy but and make this girl uncomfortable but don't you dare make me uncomfortable yeah that's that's not cool yeah we need a word for that any people. any dads or anybody listening no double standards yeah. we all got the same rules and that's something I've, I've i've been working on with myself for years because the way the way that i grew up the area that i grew up was I mean it's just nothing but but double standards very very rural. Um, I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school. at all because <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Kentucky. I didn't go to school with a black kid until college. No, sh- Hon- really, honest, yeah, honestly. Uh, my senior year, there was a, a kid with with one. I think his dad was black, his mom was white. That came to our school for half a semester, and that was really it. yeah. And that that's where you know I didn't know nobody was openly gay in my school. Right. Um, we had our diversity was my one of my still to this day one of my, my best friends, Artie Patel. She was she was my diversity in high school. Right. Yeah, that that was it. And and that's just that's how you grow up, and you grow up hearing these things and thinking these things and and believing these things, and then you get out in the world and you're like, oh, that's not that's not exactly that's how it not, is. That's, that's not, not how this world is big. I remember I went to. I went to a party at Murray. I wasn't going to Murray State. I was going to the community college, but I went to a party at Murray State and um, standing around with a bunch of dudes. I, I knew like one or two of them from high school or whatever. And there, there's a black kid there, and we're all just talking. Yeah, you know, hey, where are you from? Blah blah blah. And I say Marshall County, and he like dead serious looks at me. He's like, should I be worried? Really? I go about what? <laughs> he's like, oh, Martin. No, what? No, no, absolutely not. But that that is that's the that's the. Uh, there's a stigma, no, stigma, stigma, yeah, stigma, stigma behind that that area forever. And now it, it's it's not like it was. I don't know if I haven't I haven't lived there in 15 years, but I don't know if if it's still if that's kind of because let's face it, n- nothing nowhere in Western Kentucky is is the the epicenter of culture. 
Right. Like we've got a we've got a nice culture, but it's not like diversity's not not anywhere. But we were the least diverse county in a in a very right. undiverse place. Um, Louisville has a great first of all. Say Cuban right. Re- no, say right. Louisville. Oh, she's son of Louisville. Me. There you go. Louisville. Oh, I just threw up a little bit. One of Louisville. the best Cuban restaurants I've ever really? been to. <laughs> Speaking of diversity, yeah, yeah, Kentucky. yeah. Let's 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 talk about <laughs> stop talking about bearing my soul about how I've changed and grown as a person. Where'd you get a neat sandwich, Cooper? Where was that? It wasn't at? a sandwich. Shut man. up. <laughs> it's it is it's it sucks how closed minded areas of the of where we live. Well, and I, I learned once I got got older and started tra- traveling though, like racism just isn't in the south. Like you go up north. I remember going to like Philly uh-huh. and New York City like, "Oh, y'all don't like each other up here." Like like it, it was it, you could feel it. And I remember uh I stayed in the first time I went to New York by myself, I stayed in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh-huh. Uh, if we have any dads up, uh, up in that area, they're they're probably uh listening real wanting to know how I got to Elizabeth, New Jersey. It was it was um the first time I ever knowingly saw a crack prostitute. Really? Yeah. I I knew like she's trying to have love for drugs. Like it that's the kind of town Elizabeth was. Was, what? was there no nothing no like meth prostitutes in Kentucky or anything? <sighs> this yeah, I'm sure there are back east. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that, you know, this was the mid 90s like there wasn't I got you. There yeah, wasn't a I big guess that, meth problem. I mean, right. You know, a lot of people smoked weed, and and some kid, you know, like some of the soccer team did coke, but and acid, <laughs> but like it wasn't a lot of it wasn't a drug scene like like you would. It, everybody just huh. just drank and and smoked weed like that's right. what everybody yeah, did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm sure there were some ladies that and probably some dudes that that did questionable things for for drugs, but like this, this that was it was Elizabeth, New Jersey was was a different place than I'd, I'd ever been. And I stayed there because I, <laughs> if you've never been to New York, it's expensive. And there was a, a, a day's in for $55. And it was outside of New York. It was outside of New York. But if you've ever been to New York, just think of what $55 will get you. And that's where I was staying. So tapping back in. So that's, that's the first time you ever encountered like, uh, out in the open racism. Yeah. 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 Cause ours isn't, yeah, ours, I mean, ours is behind your back. It's behind your back. It's yeah. It it really is. And I just realized I bet it's a, systemic racism. I bet a lot of is. people are turning turning in, go, tuning in this podcast, going, "Oh my god, middle aged white dudes are talking about racism." <laughs> Let's well, listen. I mean, because I I know I know good Southern gentlemen, yeah, who will do anything for anybody, any race, yeah, doesn't matter. But man, they would. They would not let their children no. be with a different race yeah. or be LGBTQ. Yeah. Like it, like oh, we had we had we had conversations growing up. Like, do you think your family would be more mad if you brought a black girl home or a gay, or if you were gay? Like, we had those conversations because families back home would have lost their mind. Some my of, my family would have never cared, but right. I know people that I'm that I'm pretty close with that are have family members that. It wouldn't matter. That's just not what you do. Right, yeah. Ra- race yeah. or same sex, it doesn't matter. But would <laughs> would give the shirt off their back yeah. to another race or, yeah. or would say, hey, come sleep at my house. You just shit and mingle. Yeah, I'll give you a ride. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy in the South. I, I feel like 
have you know having gone up north and and I saw things like it's it's just yeah it's just, it's not it's more out now but i remember when i was in elizabeth i went into a, a little convenience store there and it was uh arab guys that owned it and black kid came in grabbed something and took off and the words that came out of the 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 shop owner's mouth i was like Listen, I'm from Marsh County, Kentucky, and I know you're not supposed to say those words like that's right. bad. Stop it! But it, and but it was like just that there, like I think constant tension maybe is is what I felt up there, and I don't I don't know that I always feel that down here. I, I, it's it's different. You're right. It's just I, it's I, more I, subtle. So we're in Nashville. I will say this: since we're in Nashville, Nashville is very, I would say, predominantly a blue city. Tennessee yeah. is more of a red it's state. It's a blue, blue city and a, um, and a red state, yeah. But the, the, we, I think, we're like this little uh, um, oasis yeah. of acceptance. Well, well and it's, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. It's still, it's still the South, and but I think, I think the cool part about where we live is you get to see the pros and cons of of say liberal leadership and the pros and cons of conservative leadership you get to see it all here like you get to see the good you and do. the bad from from both yeah. sides and there's a lot of because we a lot of, there's some good and a lot of bad from both sides. we have a democratic governor or we have a blue no. governor and a red uh not excuse me mayor we have a blue mayor yeah and a red i started to say governor. our, our governor's yeah yeah not i was gonna say president of the state president <laughs> Because if that was my next else, move. We're informed on this podcast. <laughs> the the boss of the state, the guy, the boss. Yeah, so it's it's an and you know there's Nashville. You've got East Nashville and Germantown. They're a little more urbany and 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 gentrified, gentrified. And then you get I out, lo- out where we live, and that's it's a little more. Yeah, yeah, because you live up north. Yeah, uh, I live about twenty minutes from downtown Nashville up north close to Hendersonville. And it's, I mean, it reminds me of back home in a lot of ways. Just oh, Yeah, because a lot of that's still open. Yeah, back roads and yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it and it's it's different. And you get, you know, 30 minutes further north and it's different. But but Nashville itself, I mean, you can find, it, it's it's funny, I coming from where I, I, I came from, Nashville seems like, Manhattan, or, you know, or California. It seems like this 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 melting pot of well, people, it, and just like a lot of those. Well, so I a lot of the areas right directly around Nashville, like Germantown and East Nashville, um, when I first moved here, were largely uh, black communities. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, um, and then really started getting gentrified. Um, yeah, I didn't know what gentrification was till I moved to Nashville. And I had then, no idea that was even a thing. You got to live in a big city because yeah. yeah, my town of two thousand. <laughs> that's where the hip, That's on. where the hippy dippies want to live. Yeah. You know, um, I love my area town. Um, it's like borderline um, Antioch, borderline Hermitage. Yeah, close um, to the lake. Close to right, right by the lake. Yeah. Um, and this area hasn't been gentrified yet. Right. Um, but we have this area has less less white people, more Hispanic, uh, decent amount of uh, people from uh, India or South Asia, mm-hmm. um, and a, a lot of black people. And the the restaurants and the culture around here, 
it's it's Are more they better accepting. than the white part of towns. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes, man. So the majority of my plumbing is in the gentrified areas. Okay. That's where um, a the most money is. Um, B just you you do a couple jobs here, you get referred, and you yeah. do other jobs here. And man, they just, those people are the ones that don't clean out under their sink. Really? When I get there, they're like, hey, I'm paying you to do my toilet's leaking. And then I'm like, man, I can't even get in your bathroom. Yeah. Because there's beer cans everywhere. (laughs) What are you doing? It's not your toilet leaking. There's beer on the floor. Yeah. There's too much squirt in this commode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm, that's my perception. Of course, other people have their own perception. Um, I personally, I would like for my children to be raised in a school district. um, So where there's different nationalities or or different races by far. Well, that's how you talk about perspective. You know, when I moved here, I'm like, oh, my God, all these different people. Like, I didn't have a Muslim friend back home. Now I do. You know, I didn't have a gay friend back home. Now I do. But my wife, who's from San Francisco, moves here and is like, holy crap, it's nothing but white people. <laughs> right. There's yeah. white people everywhere. Yeah. There are straight-laced white people. Yeah. Is there a meeting in town or what's going on? Yeah, so it was it was definitely much different for her coming here in that regard. I mean, we grew up completely, not completely opposite, but like, like she was the only, she said in her, you know, whatever class, she was like one of three Ashleys. Sociology? No, that's... <laughs> So no, like, she actually no, like like growing growing up okay. in high school type classes, like there just wasn't you know it was she said she either went to school with black kids or Asian kids, right? That's who she went to school with, and where we had like had an Asian kid. <laughs> I remember had, him. I remember his name because he was the only Asian kid in our school. I probably had ten Ashleys in one of my classes at some point. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I, I mean? I, so my girlfriend in high school, her name was Ashley. Yeah, which is funny because my fr- I dated Ashley. Which which one? Her last name was Coleman, <laughs> which is. I'm married to Ashley, which and her is, last name's Swinford. Which so, is huh? my last name. Yeah. Just hers was spelt differently. I don't think that matters. I think you still got to run. I, it made it better. Oh. <laughs> you just made the guy from Kentucky go, no, 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 no. I wanted that. to see how how much I could get out of you. I would, if, if, I, if I dated somebody whose last name started with an S, I wanted to see their Ancestry.com because I wanted to make sure we weren't kin somehow, but... I've had a tickle in my throat ever since Rick. Oh, really? Yeah. I bet some squirt would clear that up. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to keep that part in. Man, you sure are the squirt? You're going to keep the squirt in? Just the tip. Oh, come on. Now, so you you dated a girl. Did y'all date date, or was it just like you dated a little bit? We dated for a couple years. Did you really? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. I mean. Was it from South Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Were you... (laughs) Were you even a little bit scared y'all might be kin to each other? I mean, we were young. We knew that it wasn't, wasn't the answer to the question. We that knew I it was it wasn't going anywhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not not not, not gross if it doesn't go anywhere. Like, just two cousins <laughs> kiss who hadn't done that. We weren't cousins. No, I, Actually, I'm not convinced. Now that I'm older, I think we were related somehow. God, of course you were. <laughs> There's no way this story could have ended without you. <laughs> Having I, hope she, baby. I, I hope she hears this and is like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I can't. I, I hope she's had a, a sex change and she's a dad now. And she hears this and comes and beats the crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's funny is so she has like a cousin who her last name is Deloach. 
And that was my, um, that was my grandma's maiden name. Oh my name. gosh. So somebody did it before us. That, I don't think that makes it okay. <laughs> so, you know, man, Lincoln's, Lincoln's secretary was Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy's Lincoln. So, would you, I kind of want to come back around here. Did you, were you a big drinker growing up in high school? Um, well, because I, I left high school, I dropped out sophomore year. Okay. Uh, and was like, and I'm putting this in air quotes, a grown man. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still put that in air quotes when I call <laughs> yeah. myself a grown man. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what you did in the South. You, you would drink and smoke pot. Yeah. You know? How are you? Because I, I I didn't drink at all growing up, like like a handful of times. Really? Yeah, I just just didn't. The guys I ran around with, we didn't drink in high school. Right. College is yeah, different, yeah. And, and now obviously I can't even barely string a sentence together. Now I'm so drunk, but <laughs> off off a of fresca, <laughs> fresca. <laughs> all this fresca and squirts got me going. But so yes, yeah, so I didn't necessarily grow up drinking or, or doing anything like that. But how how do you feel about your girls like? you're still we're still a few years away but like is it are you a yeah you can drink just stay at our house or are you a don't drink or um, somewhere in the middle i don't i mean no i don't want them to drink right i don't want them to do any sort of drug caffeine included yeah but i know that they're probably going to yeah so i'd rather make sure that they're safe yeah so it's either a nah you're not driving anywhere we got a backyard yeah um if your friends come over, give me those keys. Because yeah. we had, there was, like, a buddy of mine's dad. He, like, owned, like, some construction company and had, like, a big piece of land and, like, oh, that's was, best. like, don't tread on me and had a gate, this rolling gate yeah. on his driveway. He was ready. And he would, my buddy would have parties and everybody would drive their vehicle uh-huh. into this gate dad would take the keys oh that's nice and he him and his wife would are you safe to drive let me see yeah he was always drunk (laughs) he was in no place to see if somebody was good but he was very cautious like if you like a little bit he'd be like no you're staying here tonight you're sleeping in your car that's 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 good There there was a couple times that cops came up to that gate i remember like we're sitting there yeah cops are the cops are at the gate and he's like Hell no, you ain't uh-uh. getting in here. You some bitch. Nope. This uh-uh. is my land. You Get see out this here. gate, boy? And he's like, they're like, I see underage kids drinking. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, where? <laughs> yes. Is this guy still alive? I want to meet him. I want to hang out with I him. I hope so. He oh, was a great dude. I want to hang out with him. Potts, your dad was awesome growing up. Let's get him on. If he's already passed away, then let's let's get some stories about him. Yeah. I want to hear yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, we had, my buddy Paul had... Um, his stepdad, they owned a tobacco farm and beautiful, like beautiful house, acres and acres and acres of land, huge, um, huge garage. We called the shops. We'd have shop parties in college, you know, where you, you, everybody would drive out. And I mean, there'd be, there'd be 15 guys in his bedroom the next morning, just on the floor, every which way. But, but it was the same thing. It's like, if you came, you knew you were staying, you weren't driving nowhere. If you, you know, you right, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, I, and it, it worked out like none of us ever drove drunk. None of us, I mean, from his house, you know, right. And, and I, I, it, there's part of me though, the, the, I guess the conservative raising part of me is like, no, my kids will, can't drink. I'm not gonna, it, it's, it's hard for me to, 
So yeah, guys, let's come over. But but the 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 other more I guess logical part of my brain is is like exactly what you said. You're safe. You're here. You're not in yeah. trouble. So where I will make the difference. So we also had another friend's mom. Um, he wouldn't throw parties, but we would go to his house. It'd be like six of us, right? Mm-hmm. She would drink with us. She would buy us alcohol. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I will not buy them alcohol. Yeah. Uh, I will not provide it for them, yeah. and I will not drink with them. Um, yeah. I, and I there's, a, there's a huge difference. He, I felt like he was making sure we were safe and not partaking. She just had a drinking She's, problem. <laughs> she did have a drinking yeah. problem. She probably had more problems right. than that, but, like, it was just – it was always just weird. Yeah. It was like, man. And this is coming from a guy that dated his cousin. So if that makes you <laughs> uncomfortable, <laughs> if that makes you uncomfortable, it must have been weird. But no, there definitely needs to be a separation between. But I, I know, I remember growing up, my uncles and cousins and stuff would be out in the garage and, and you know, we get a sip of beer or something. Oh, yeah. That's that's one thing. But yeah, hey. My mom, my mom let me get, she's, I, so I didn't drink until... <laughs> Air quotes, grown man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, um, at 12 when you were on your own. <laughs> it, was, it was like 15. Um, but, I mean, my mom, she let me drink wine. Yeah. like uh, That's how Ashley's parents She were. was like, here, here, you can have some, some of this wine. I didn't like it, and I didn't drink more than a sip. And it's like uh, her and her friends, they'd be hanging out. And I'm like, hey, let me get a sip of beer. Yeah. You know, just being silly. And it's like, here you go. Yeah, it's like, uh-huh. oh, this is This gross. is the worst thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Y'all drink this? Yeah, this? No wonder you guys are so angry and horrible. <laughs> this yeah. sucks. I mean, and it, it put me off from, yeah. you know. I, I drank some of my stepdad's. I, it was either Wild Turkey or Crown. I can't remember which one. But it was like, yeah, that's not anything I'm ever going to do again. That's the worst tasting thing. And now I've got 50 bottles of bourbon at the house. But Now, I did. I did start smoking. Did you? Pretty early. Okay. Um, did your parents smoke or your mom? My mom did smoke. Um, your dad smoked the tires when he left. <laughs> <laughs> he burnt them out. <laughs> um, no, she smoked, but she was like a, I'd, I'll, she'd go out. She wasn't a heavy smoker. Okay. She'd go outside, smoke a cigarette, maybe two cigarettes after she'd bring me home from school. Okay. She didn't smoke in the car, kept oh, her cigarettes on top of the refrigerator. That's, that's good. But then it's like. Let me see what that tastes like. Really? Yeah. See, I, and I was the exact opposite. My my mom, my stepdad, my dad all smoked in the car. Window barely cracked. Smoked in the house. Um, always smoke anywhere. There was there, there was smoke. There was it was Kentucky. A lot. Of, damn it! It was just a lot of smoke, and I hated it so bad as a kid. To this day, I've never smoked a cigarette. Not one. Good for you, because, man. Biz, I don't know. I don't know if it's healthy. It's, it's so much anger at having to ride, you know, from here to Florida with the with windows up and, and cigarette smoke. God, you know, I, yeah. I, I just hated it so bad that I've never, ever, 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 ever smoked a cigarette. Never I, had, a, had a temptation to. I make fun of Kentucky of, like, just yeah, smokers. No, I noticed. But, no, in South Carolina, it was, like, we'd go to restaurants. And oh, you smoke in a restaurant. It's yeah. just right next to me. I'm eating. I'm sitting here. Wow. I'm eating my turkey club. And this dude's just puffing away, you know, just. And there's a sign that says smoking section. It's, that's It's smoking or extra smoking is what it is. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. We uh, got, it was a few, I mean, it, it's been in the last five, last seven years for sure. I went back home to Kentucky, went to a Waffle House, and it was still 
half smoking or half not. Really? I swear to God. I went to Mississippi and we went to a barbecue restaurant and the, the, the hostess was like, do you want smoking or not? And I go, what? And she goes, do you want smoking section or not? And I, I was like, I, I, I don't exist. I thought, she, I, I, I thought she was joking, but like, it wasn't a, I knew it wasn't a joke, but it, it's right. like, they, you're joking. There's no, no Mississippi. Come on. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's, I doubt it's still there like was, that, but. I would say about 10 years ago, went to Knoxville mm-hmm. and, uh, with a friend of mine, girlfriend of mine. Um, and like I, a niece I, or an aunt, maybe? No, just somebody I worked with. She ended up being my my aunt. Okay, that no. makes sense. Uh, um, and she got a place in Knoxville, a hotel. And I smoked at the time, but I, I was never a big smoker. It was like, you know, if you stay in a hotel room, you just go outside to smoke. Yeah. So she got a smoking room. And, man, when I walked in that I think that was the day when I was like, I'm not smoking ever again. This is disgusting. I don't know how many people I've had in my life that they quit smoking for good. And when they're around people that smoke, they're like, why, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me I smell like this? I'm like, mom, I've told you. No, mom, I didn't quit smoking. But yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, that's what it is. I know a lot of people kind of like you did get just kind of sick. I was grossed out by it, man. Yeah. How How long did you smoke for? Um, for when, like there was sneaking cigarettes mm-hmm. before I was 15. Then when I was air quotes grown man, yeah, it was, it was full blown, you know, half a pack, okay. close to a pack a day, uh, up until like mid twenties. Really? Yeah. I think my dad told me he started smoking at like eight or nine. Like he, speaking of Mississippi, he grew up in Mississippi and it, poor and it, it was just different 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 lifestyle yeah, yeah. like then but but yeah he was he, like eight nine ten years old he started smoking and mom told me so she had me when she was 20 and so i was born in 79 so 77 she was in high school and they had a smoking section for kids we so we did too did you really in my high school really? that i went to for only two years uh-huh. um there was this so the building was like a big it was like a three to, three-story square the inside of the square was it was in, hollowed out, and there was a courtyard. Okay, you could look up and, and everything. But then there was this breezeway that went off this the main square of the building, and that's where all like the uh, there was like stadium classrooms for like anatomy, oh, and physiology. Wow. It was still old. It was okay. it was an old school. It wasn't really nice. Um, but under that, I think it was two or three level breezeway, um, was the smoking section for kids. It was there my first year. Okay. Uh, for high schoolers to smoke under there. And then. Would it have been like 99, 98? No, man. Yeah. No, like 2000? Not 99 or 98, 2000. You said that like, <laughs> I said, was it in the 40s? I, I was no. trying to get exact. <laughs> was it 99? No, dummy. It was 2000. It might have been 99. I don't no, know. I don't care. What um, but the sec- that first year, they canceled it. They were like, okay. nah. This we is a horrible thing to do. <laughs> so then all these kids just started smoking in the bathroom. Yeah. It was like. Dope. <laughs> and we, we had windows in our bathroom that you could open. And you just, before uh, whatever period, you'd walk into the bathroom and dudes are just. <sighs> so that we didn't have any, any, uh, any windows in our bathroom. They didn't want us getting out. But if, if you, I, that was always like the biggest scandal of the year. If somebody actually smoked in a bathroom. Like it was really getting because nobody did it. You just you, you'd get caught, you'd get in trouble, and so if, if somebody did it like that was for months. That's our, what, 
our scandal is like the grown man hall monitor slash security guard dude that was like banging high school kids banging high school oh oh i'm glad you, yeah so that was what came to mind but also uh there was uh there was a coach of a certain sport that was also a teacher and he would like have girls over to yeah. his house and drink yeah. and there was that went around for a long time and it was like that's, i can see that happen that's crazy that it is allowed to go we had we had one um the, a girl behind me in, in class on the girls basketball team the coach was like maybe 10 years older than us mm-hmm. and and was a a legacy in our county uh played basketball at vanderbilt like it was it was a. Uh, the family was well known. Let's right. just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. And they dated. Everybody knew they were dating. And she graduated. They got married. I think they're still married. But it's like I just remember thinking, why is nobody saying anything about this? Like somebody that's almost thirty dating a seventeen. Like why is nobody saying this? It was a very religious area, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that family was right. I got but, you. but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible, Bible Belt, the buckle of it is. Is right where I'm, I grew up, but and that, which should be even more. You should, people should be even more outraged they about it. Should you know? Yeah, they're like, you know. and and people t- people are like, oh, that's you know. It wasn't like people were okay with it, right? But nobody stopped. Nobody it. did anything. Now my dad, it. I'm yeah. like, where's that? Did he not have a shotgun and a shovel? Like who? And, and I, you know, I don't have daughters, so I, I, you know, how? I mean, how would you feel then when Claire is 17, and oh my. My my history teacher thinks I'm so advanced for my age and blah, 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 and we want to go out. Like, there's no way you would allow I'd, that. I'd be like, look, little girl, you are advanced for your age. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> but he's not. Yeah. If he's a grown man seeking out little girls, he's he's yeah. immature, and that dude is not going to do he, anything Immature is like you. the not even the, the worst part of right. what he Right. No, is. he's a predator. Yeah. He's a predator. Yeah. I just, I just can't. That's me dealing it with with the issue on her side. With yeah. the issue on his side, uh, I'd blast him <laughs> to every news outlet, yeah. yeah. everything. Well, but it, it's scary though because we were talking. I think we were talking about this before we started recording today. That you know, if if you push in one direction, kids are going to push back. Absolutely, like that's the scary part. Like I forbid you to go date this forty year old, but it's like you can't not. I wouldn't forbid her. I'd let her. I'd I'd shine the reality. I'd I'd try my best to be like, look, yeah, like you can do whatever you want to do, girl. But this is this person is not who you think. And he this is how it's going to end up because yeah. this is how it's going to end up. And I'm about to make sure he goes to jail. Yeah, so you, you can know? go visit him in jail. You can visit him in jail. <laughs> he can write you all the letters yeah. he wants. Yeah, I've met somebody new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'll and I'll introduce you to uh, <laughs> to some nice boy. Yeah, I remember. After I got divorced, I was 31-ish, and I'd, I didn't date. Like, my first wife was my third girlfriend I'd ever had. Yeah. And so I was bodybuilding. I was doing comedy. Like, I started dating a lot. And being 31, 32, 33, I, would, I went out with a lot of 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds that my, I think at the time I was thinking, you know, 22-year-olds didn't want to date me when I was 22, so now that I'm 32 <laughs> – they like me. And so I went out on a whole bunch of dates with girls that I was old enough to not to be their older brother. Right. And I remember I was, I remember who it was and where we were at. And I was talking about like, I had a mortgage 
I had a paid off car. Right. Like I had, I had a career and I was saying something about, I don't know, the mortgage or something. And, and she started talking about Justin Bieber, like his new album or something. And I was like, we're just, and that's, two when, that's when you got turned on. Yeah. I was oh. like, girl, <laughs> I'm a, you're coming I'm home a, with me. I'm a, <laughs> what is a Bieber holic, a Bieber head. Is, that, is there a family uh, form? Yeah. That, that? Oh God. I don't know. Well, like, I ended it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I let her down gently. But no, it was just we just two different two different places in life. And and I, I I think and I know there's probably some somebody listening right now that's like you know there's 15 years in between me and my wife and it's not that it can't happen. That's but like a, it, once you get older, it's a big difference, man. Yeah, like I'm 43. If I if I married a 55 year old, like that's not that big a, a deal. No, 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 no. But if I'm 20 and I married a 40 year old, like that's that could, we could possibly be, possibly be at different different places. In you are life. definitely at different places in life. Right. I I have always sought after older women. Really? Probably had something to do with my mom passing away when I yeah. was younger. Uh, was your cousin older or younger that you dated? <laughs> she was not my cousin. She was actually she was like a a year younger than me. Okay, so bucking the trend. Okay. But after her, like once I that that was not real dating. Right, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Once I really seeing <laughs> seeing girls and hooking up with girls, I my biggest um age difference was seventeen years. Your senior or your junior? I just learned what that meant. Older, like older than me, because I'm only thirty six, so that'd be creepy. So how how old were you? Um oh, yeah, I was I was early to mid twenties. Okay. And she was forty something. Okay. I would I would love to have the dads calling. Like, is that is that kind of like a rite of passage? Like every every young twenty-five um, year old man dates a fifty-year-old. I don't know about a rite of passage. It just I don't know. It's just what I'm attracted to. Yeah. My wife's older than me, not that much older than me, but she's significantly <laughs> older than all of us. She's pretty old. <laughs> Was she thirty six? Who my wife? Yeah, uh, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Thirty eight. She just turned thirty eight. She's gonna be forty if we keep going. She, she might as well be. Oh lord, she's got a blanket wrapped around her right now. I noticed she's that. definitely forty. I noticed that. <laughs> like, oh, do you need some porridge? Plus <laughs> heart. So, so you were you were twenty something, and they were forty. Forty something. Yeah. What What's the age difference? Youngest. That you ever went out with? Just that a year younger than me. That was it? That was it. Okay. That was the youngest one. After that, it was four years older than me. Okay. Six years older than me. Okay. And and when you're not 18, six years older than you is like. That's huge. As Not in South Carolina is not illegal. But in a lot of places, it's illegal. illegal yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I, that's what happens when I guess you, you're on your own. <laughs> Eric was yeah. grown man. Yeah, yeah, that makes at sense. At fifteen, like you, you're in a different sort of crowd. You pay your own rent at a dumpy trailer. Yeah, get exploited for ten dollars an hour, busting your butt for, for some dude. Yeah, you don't want to name Mike Stone. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with like some girl watching Dawson's Creek. Nah, yeah, nah, nah you don't want to. Totally you don't want to go to her house and and their parents have are to like, answer to her dad. 
Like I own my own and trailer. A, and a, <laughs> and a, and a, and a what, not answer to her dad, but like, he's like, her dad's like, Cooper, have her back. Cause yeah. she's got finals tomorrow. And I'm like, man, I got to work I got to pack concrete in the morning. Kiss my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have her back I'll, at 8.30. She's about to, we're going to go get some Mickey D's and be back in a little bit. It, yes, exactly. That, I, I actually ran into that. So I, once I became single in my thirties, I was all over the place. It was for me, it was like, I'd never dated. So I dated ever like not everybody, but, but if, if somebody was cool and I enjoyed the conversation, Hey, let's go get dinner. That's all that matters. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't care. I mean, I had to be attracted to him, but like, it wasn't, right. a, there wasn't a type there was, if you were cool and we, we had a good rapport, let's go, let's go get dinner, you know? And then sometimes in my thirties, you know, that was a 21 year old. Sometimes it was a 58 year old. Like right. it, it just, and I'm just to be clear, I'm always down for dinner. Like, are you talking to me or in general? To you. I thought if you were talking like to, to me, take- and I gave you a second to, <laughs> to to rethink what you were saying, and you just no, went straight ahead. There's a little, there's a double sided to that. There was, I, I I've taken women out to dinner that we connected emotionally, but yeah. oh, physically 100%, 100%, completely not attracted to. Hundred percent. But it's yeah. like. Girl, you want something to eat? Yeah. Or it's like, hey, let's get some breakfast in the morning, right. and not not as in a, <laughs> and as in a she stayed over yeah, that not night. Not like a cousin kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get some squirt with our breakfast this morning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, after this podcast, we can never say squirt ever again. Never. Ever, We've ever. Used up. I wonder the if capacity. the inventor of squirt is still alive. Probably not. But if he's a dad, no, somebody somebody came after him or her. Who knows? That they came after him. And if it was. <laughs> I'm pretty quick over that here. That was yeah. great. I'm quick with the squirt. That fresca got your mind Man, fresh. Man, I'm tore up <laughs> on two cans of Fresca. That's good drinking. Oh. So if the girls, uh, if you find find a pack of smokes when they're in high school. I I don't think that's going to happen. Really? Um, I think cigarettes are starting to just. It's not cool anymore. Get out of there. Yeah, it's, you it's know, not cool anymore. The pe- pretty much the people that smoke still are um, people who've been addicted to smoking cigarettes. Now, yeah. I what I am worried about is because I still use an, an electronic cigarette. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I saw it sticking out of your vagina. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> so I am afraid because they... They're like colorful and yeah, they smell good. And this bubblegum rainbow is not for you kids. It's <laughs> I know, daddy. right? <laughs> it's almost like they are geared for kids. So I am scared. Wait, of that. are you saying the tobacco industry ki- uh, 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 markets to kids? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> so I am scared of that. Yeah. I am more scared of that than I am of them picking up. A bottle of I bet it's super. I bet it's so much easier to smoke a vape for kids than it, if they can find it. Like, cause oh you yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Now you don't even have to like hit a button on it. You just yeah suck in. Yeah, the technology, man. I tell you, what. <laughs> it's easier than fun dip. Yeah, <laughs> fun dip. Yes, yeah, so I yeah. I, that that's that will. I would be. I would feel differently if I called him. You know, with a six pack. Same thing, buddy. You know, you're not gonna be drinking and driving. Like, just just be honest with me. But if I called him with cigarettes, I would. That's just that's a lifelong almost almost always a lifelong addiction. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard. Yeah. It's very it's very hard. I have so um there for a while I had a cocaine problem. Really? Yeah. Um 
Coke was because I have not kicked nicotine. Uh, I kicked Coke just from moving states. Oh, really? It just cold turkey. Yeah. Never thought about it again. Okay. Nicotine, man. I've tried to quit several times. Yeah. I'm like, man. So b- between, you said you quit smoking about 26? Quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Mid-20s, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, how long before you started vaping? A week. Oh, <laughs> In my in my head, in my old man head, vaping came out like two months ago. Nah. It's been around for a while? Yeah. Okay. Since yeah, there 20s. was like apparatuses with like battery really? packs and. Like those old cell phones we had? Atomized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know the that. Back, I, the I, back honest to God, I didn't know vaping was a thing until a few years ago. I thought it was like yeah, this they, new. It's been around for a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. So, okay, so you've you've been. You've been dealing with that then for yeah, I've been ten years or I've so. I've been dealing with my nicotine mm-hmm. addiction for quite some time. But Coke, you just <laughs> said goodbye. Yeah, it was it, it was easy to do, honestly. Um, well, I've got I've got if if you're okay talking about, it, I've got some 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 questions. We uh, absolutely. I've I've never done a hard drug that anything besides just the devil's lettuce, which. I don't know that I would even consider that a drug. It's I'd, my favorite. Ca- caffeine is more addictive. Yeah. Than, oh yeah. yeah. My favorite scene is in uh, Half Baked. Whenever Dave Chappelle goes to rehab and Bob Saget, <laughs> Bob Saget, yeah. Yeah, 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 boo this man. But that, that's you know. So I, yeah, I've never, I've never done hard. So when you, how, what, what made you, what made what, what was it that about doing cocaine that that finally said okay, I gotta, I gotta try that. Uh, like up on like a two, two or three day bender of you're just up that whole entire time. You're trying to, you're trying to, so when you first say you're, you're completely sober, right? You, you take your first line of coke. That's what I'm asking. What made you take that first line? Just want to try it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You You can't say you don't like it if you don't try it. Uh, PSA, do that is do not follow that advice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things I've never tried that I know for a fact I will not like. <laughs> um, but you constantly just chase that initial okay. feeling, and you you will not ever get it until you okay. go sober and then do it again. Um, so I was like up for some odd number of days. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it was only like two, maybe three. Uh, and looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, "Man, what okay. kind of person are you? Move states and never look back." Okay, well, I'm, uh, I'm for many reasons thankful that you were able able to do that. I saw a video this week actually at work. There was a, it was from like eighty two, eighty three. There was a NASA engineer that had that was addicted to crack. And, yeah, and he he it was an interview with him, and he was you know he looked like a NASA engineer you know or whatever, and and he was like I can I can do it and still keep living, but most people can't. He's like I go to these crack houses and I see you know all these people blah blah blah, and he he goes I defy or I I dare anybody to try crack and not say it's the best thing you've ever felt. He's like, don't do it. Like I'm saying, don't do it. But there's the reason why you keep doing it is because it's the, it's the best thing. So it's pretty much crack is, 
is made. It's whack. Is first made of all. from whackness. Wouldn't uh, like crack is made from cocaine? It's made from whackness. <laughs> then, and then there's like some other stuff. I don't know how it's made, yeah. but it it, it comes it's like a hot dog. It's it just good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, crack is the hot dog <laughs> of drugs. <laughs> drugs. It's but it is your your active ingredient. There's probably some other just gross stuff I'm in sure, there. Yeah. I'm sure um, it's not organic. But it'd be like freebase and coke, uh, which I have done before, and which was uh, it was a different feeling than from just snorting it. Really. Absolutely. Um, that I don't suggest either one. No, yeah. Um, it is a horrible hole to go down. If you like holes, man, yeah. avoid that one. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to work with two different guys that were uh, heroin addicts. Like, in school, clean, but they're like, every, every day, every single day, it, it's a fight. And I was like, man, that's, that's just, that's, that sounds so tough. He's like, imagine, imagine falling in love. And that feeling, mm-hmm. it's like that's heroin. And imagine getting your heart broke. That's not doing heroin. Like right. every day, that's what yeah. I have to think about. You're constantly. And, and I think uh, the high or not having the high from heroin, it's called like chasing the dragon. Yes. Like I've you're constantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like Coke, essentially. It's just you're, you're sitting there constantly chasing this, this feel-good feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not good. At all. Say no. Just say no, guys. Where's Nancy Reagan when we need her? <laughs> Luckily, uh, I'm pretty sure the majority of the listeners on this will be older. That, that already, <laughs> and that already kicked their habits. Yeah, <laughs> Kick the habits true. are like, I'm smarter than that. If you're a kid listening to this podcast with your dad, don't do <laughs> drugs. And watch your smart-ass mouth, too. Yeah. Don't talk back to your, <laughs> your parents. Punk. Go get a job. Each, each your spaghetti with green beans. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dads. It's time for this week's episode of They Should Have Pulled Out. I think this is my favorite thing we do. <laughs> All right. They Should Have Pulled Out. Let, let's, we're, this is where uh, Cooper and I decide if uh, somebody's uh, parents should have pulled out and not made them. All right, this is from the New York Post, so uh, hard-hitting journalism there. That's where I get all my news from. Yeah, the New York Post and uh, TMZ. All right, here's the the headline. Alleged stoner stopped after a wild car chase. Whips out license from Legoland. This is wonderful. This this was uh, from back in March of this year, 2022. Oh, this, oh, this, oh, we have our very first foreign should they have pulled out, or they should have pulled out. A U.K. driver who was arrested for reckless driving, had officers in stitches after producing a license from Legoland. The driver was pursued from Bexley to the Isle of Shep- Sheppey. Uh, good night, mate. Wait, that's... <laughs> Shit, that's Australian. God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> was arrested for a multitude of offenses last week, according to a tweet by the Kent Police RPU, which apprehended the 21-year-old motorist in February following an epic chase. The fiasco began after officers attempted to pull over an Audi A7 they had observed maneuvering recklessly all over the road near Bexley. However, the driver refused, resulting in a... (laughs) I wonder how much this is in, like, kilometers or whatever they use over there, (laughs) resulting in a 35-mile chase. That's a long... That's an OJ chase. That's long. It took them from southeast London to Kent. Have you ever been to London? 
No. My favorite place in the world. It's amazing. All right. Well, uh, we need to do uh, on location. Fish and chips. <laughs> yes. They were even forced to call in a police helicopter to aid with the pursuit. Eventually, the pursuing officers caught up with the knucklehead in, oh, God bless you, New York Post, caught up with the knucklehead in Munster, Kent, Minster, Kent, after he ran out of gas. <laughs> so was, do they not, I, I, I thought in England they accept Lego licenses. I thought, I don't know. Uh, I, I did not bring mine when I went there. Did they beat them with their billy clubs? Oh, I'm not done with the article yet. That would be, <laughs> I, we can only hope. We can we only can hope. Only <laughs> so uh, he ran out of gas where they found, a, a, oh, here it is, a large stash of marijuana in his car. I thought that was just an American thing, but evidently not. That was just the tip of the iceberg when the officers asked the, Sheerness native for his documentation, he brandished a fake. <laughs> God, I can't remember. Okay, he brandished a fake license he'd received from the Lego Land in Windsor as a kid in 2003. That's awesome. Good for you, buddy. That's so great. Good for you. When he was, when in 2003. So that's that's great, 10, man. 20 years ago. So yeah, 19, he was a kid. Kid. That was 19 years ago. Yeah. So he was a little kid when he and he held on to it. All right, man. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. We we need to get this guy on here. Uh, the award, the Legoland uh, license, is gifted to children who pass the theme park's driving test. So it's legit. Yeah, like that's a that's a a, a document, a legal document from nineteen years ago. Yeah, it's that dude was just like, yeah, I'm legal to drive. I think that shows responsibility <laughs> in him. <laughs> I don't hold on to anything for nineteen years, <laughs> right? <laughs> so the award is gifted to children who pass the theme park's driving test, which entails using a brick-built electric car to navigate traffic lights, roundabouts, Lego policemen, and even a speed camera. Maybe the cops need to go to Lego Lane and learn how to do their job better. They do. I don't know if, uh, if like, London cops are more or less qualified than our cops, but our cops cannot drive here in the United States, at least in Tennessee. In, in Nashville, yeah. It's, They're horrible, man. It's kind of a thing that people know about. God. <laughs> The cops joked in the tweet that the Legoland license was not the reason for the driver's dangerous driving. The large amount of cannabis was. Along with not having a bona fide driver's license, the Lego maniac. Now, that's just the, the Lego maniac. That's huh? just a, a, a quote unquote journalist trying to start something. So I don't like that. This the You know who wrote this Post. article? Their dad should have pulled out. How about that? <laughs> I'm <laughs> with wonder, you on that one. I wonder if I should go back and read to get this guy's name. He, yeah, maybe not. The Lego Maniac also lacked insurance. Well, yeah, if you don't have your license, you don't have insurance. The miscreant. He might have had Lego insurance. <laughs> Those things are expensive. You need Lego insurance. <laughs> the miscreant, that's a good word we need to use in America more. Miscreant? Miscreant. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. The, the miscreant. Miscreant. That, that old blimey miscreant. That son bitch was supported supposedly son of a. The miscreant was subsequently arrested at the scene of suspicion of, dri- of dangerous driving, failing to stop, possession of a Class B drug, driving with no insurance, driving with no insurance, and driving with no license. Per police spokesman, he's been he's reportedly been released on bail until September first. I would I would put not only am I glad this guy's dad didn't pull out. I would if he was still up for bail, I would send some pounds or euros over there. I would. I like this guy. I'm with you. Um. So I'm not against marijuana. Yeah, don't drive intoxicated, but yeah. Don't drive, which, yeah, do not drive intoxicated. 
We don't know if he was. I think he gave a couple of Lego <laughs> license, dude. He was high as hell. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, man. Top of the morning, man. He's like, hello, officer. Here's my license. Where's spots? Hey, governor. <laughs> I, he, I'm glad his dad left it in. I am, too. Good for him. Yeah, that's, uh, that's you know, I, this, obviously there's there's was laws broken and there's probably a fine or something, but like, and I, you know, if you're driving intoxicated, what law it's isn't meant to be broken. I, I you're speaking to the choir right here, buddy. Yeah, I, but the whole thing, the the Lego license, the marijuana, like, I just I want to know was he so I I, I want to talk to the cops. Was he so high that he he thought, hey, here's my license. Or, hey, they'll find this funny and let me go. That would have been my problem. Like, this is going to kill. These guys are going to laugh, and they're going to let me go because I'm super hilarious. Yeah. No, I I think that might be what it was. Or he didn't care if they thought it was hilarious. He was like, dude, this is going to be I'm sticking to this bit. Yeah. I'm going to make the New York Post. Yeah, and a podcast in Tennessee. (laughs) 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 All right, so then it's it's, uh, two to zero that his dad should not have pulled out. Absolutely. All right, keep it in, guys. Are we better dads now? I hope so. We talked about a lot of stuff today. I think the way that I'm going to try to be a better dad this week is by relaxing and giving Bo a a safe environment to be himself. And if he wants to drink a little bit, you know what? As long as he's safe at the house, he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Starting at what age? Uh, Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. That's a like little, tomorrow. It's a little late, but okay. <laughs> you know, I'm still new at this. I don't have three kids like some. I get it. Um, I feel that I'm a better dad now um, because um, squirt, 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 <laughs> squirtity squirt. Okay, fine. You win. We won't say squirt, squirt, squirt no more. God, squirtalicious. What was the word we came up with? Squirtabulous. Uh, squirtabulous or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Squirt. And I think that's the name of this episode. It's going to be Squirt. All right, let's just get out of here. All right, dads. Uh, squirt you later. <laughs> <laughs> squirt you tomorrow. See you, everybody. <laughs>